Welcome back to episode two for the 2020-21 season of the Leadable Podcast. We got Miles, Jaden, and Wilbur with me. We've got a big, big show for you today. Huge. Massive. We're going to go through a bit of off-season news. We got uh, round one and two recaps. Uh, We got a massive interview coming up. Um, One of the biggest. A a newly sponsored segment, Mm -hmm. an old favorite um, coming back. Then we got our fantasy recap, a couple of predictions, and a couple of nominations at the end. First up, it's been massive, a massive month. Yeah, it has been big. Um, I guess we'll start with the reaction to the last podcast. Seems like a lot of people are a bit scared to comment uh, their feedback on the podcast because they're scared of getting roasted. But someone who wasn't scared was Def James. Um, He actually commented that he he couldn't hear the podcast. (laughs) Which so, is a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. He's um, missing out. We've handballed it off to our sound guys and they're saying, they reported back saying there's no problem. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll work with James to make sure that yeah. um, we're something in, can get sorted out there. We're in conversations with a, uh, with a scribe to, uh, to, to annotate everything we say. Get um, a transcript going. Yeah, like that. The person that sits in the corner of the courtroom, similar, um, to make notes just for James. Yeah, so that, that's positive coming out of there. But yeah, as, as mentioned, that was one of the only uh, comments on that post mm. so as always if you want to be featured on the podcast make sure to write a comment in and let, let us know what you thought and Wilbur uh, down in F grade you've been playing there there's a lot of buzz and hype around um, F grade and all the young boys playing yeah there is a lot of buzz and hype actually um, we're really enjoying our time in F grade a couple of new young guys playing uh, yeah I mean I, I, don't, I don't want to give away too many secrets don't want to don't want them um, we do disappearing. Know other clubs listen to this, so yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, there, there's a bit of young talent down there that um, yeah looks like should be a good season. And the club started well with every team having 12 players in the first two rounds, and I reckon that this week there will be 10 guys missing out. Um, yeah, um, some other news from some people around the club. Lee Gardner, he obviously very talented musician. Uh, I'm not sure if we've all seen it, but. He's released his new tune. Um, and what a tune it is. Yeah, it's a, oh, a banger. I don't stuck think, in my head. To say banger, I don't think it does it justice. Um, so, yeah, if you're curious, have a look. Um, it's all on the on the socials. But, you know, good to see our club members achieving great things off the field as well as on it. Always. And uh, apparently Jack Hutchinson ran into a bit of trouble on uh, on Saturday. What happened F-grade with him? F-grade royalty, that guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. What happened with him? <laughs> Well, we were, uh, it was in the first grade game, our first round game actually. Um, and Jack's, for you, those who haven't, haven't seen him, he's channeled his, his dad, uh, and he's grown a, a very big beard. Uh, and he was actually asked, um, one of the batsmen in the first round game was asked how old he thought Jack Hutchinson was, and he responded with, in his 40s. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jack. <laughs> Don't think he's quite there yet. No, he's only he's only you know eighteen years off that, so close, <laughs> close I guess. enough. Yeah, and uh, we had our intra club game. Um, it was a good game, good day. Uh, a bit of rivalry was uh, was born out there, and was a um, new rivalry. Apparently, mm. apparently the uh, the umpiring was uh, rather facetious. I would say that Raj cost us the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to throw the word cheating out there, but <laughs> look, I've just done it, so. I think one of the highlights was um, denying an LBW shout based on where the keeper was standing, not where the ball hit the, the pad or anything. Um, Nothing was to do with Carl's that, our really. keeper. He doesn't really know where to stand. He can't go on Carl. Yeah, and if you're going off that, then there's going to be a lot of LBWs given. There's going to be lots that weren't given, obviously, as well. And uh, that turned, proved to be a game-changing knock from our man, one of the podcast favourites, Sugar Cube. Oh, ah, the year of the cube. The fantasy legend. More on that later. Can you comment, Miles, on the, um, the restraining order that's actually been placed on you by a couple of the shrunken boys yeah, after I, that game? Look, I think if I applied for a visa to visit uh, Colombo, I think I would actually get denied <laughs> at this point. Um, yeah, it was that big, was it? They, they weren't very happy with me, again, chucking that C word out there, the chief. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I always thought me and Renuka were sort of, you know, decent mates, but... Good buds. Look, I got put in my place... I, 
on the night of the scratch match, to be honest. But look, it's just how it goes. We're all good now, though. So well and truly, oh, I'm all good. I don't know about now. Now that you're not allowed with a hundred meters off it. Now, boys, this weekend, one of the biggest in the calendar, Jaden. Normally in charge of this sort of uh, setup. What have we got this weekend? We've got beer pong this weekend. Um, me and Miles used to be on the yeah. social committee organising social events, but we've taken a backwards Retired. step yeah. and we've let Shrek take over. Um, I thought the advertising was a bit disappointing to start with from Shrek. I'm sort of sure he'll... Sure <laughs> I, actually, he'll... <laughs> I actually didn't know it was on until Thursday. That's what I mean. A lot of guys didn't know and a lot of guys weren't happy with the date, which I think it's a perfectly fine date. It's just unlucky. For a few guys who have uh, Jules Dicko's bucks that night. So all the best to Jules getting married, mate. Um, but we'll luck, see but yeah, next year's beer pong. Beer pong this weekend. Uh, I think it's 35 bucks, six beers. We're changing the format this year. A bit more will be explained on the night. Yeah, but make yourself available, boys. It could be the first proper night of the nightclub as well. Because USA theme as well, yeah. I think. American, American sports, sports themes. American sports. There you go. Yep, and um, just checking the socials on um, Facebook, yeah. you know, during last podcast, um, Hollywood's been a lifesaver. Yeah, look, we always like to keep up with what our um, club members are doing off the field, um, and I tell you what, nothing is more nothing inspiring to this. than literally saving lives. You can you can never have too much of this at a career club. No, so if you ask me, all I've heard is that. Uh, Hollywood was driving down Tonkin Highway uh, recently uh, and he saw a car veer off off the road, uh, fly over a... Fly off the road. Fly right? off the road, yeah. Um, oh, no. Look, obviously, from what I've heard from Hollywood, it was a, it was all the blur. Um, you know, there was fire, there was screaming, there was yelling, there was, um, you know, babies crying. <laughs> it seemed very dramatic, but... Oh, dear. Hollywood single-handedly... Jumped out of his car. While it was moving, I heard. Yeah, like left his car. Commando rolled. And uh, yeah, just jumped in, saved an old lady, got her out of... Dragged her out by the arm, out, out of, of yeah. a burning vehicle. Normally, they need the jaws of life for that sort of stuff. Nah, not Hollywood with, is the jaws not, of life. Not with Hollywood around. He ripped with that... No regard for his own safety. He ripped the door off that car and dragged <laughs> this... He dragged this lady and she was she was safe. And look, it's just the sort of values that we expect from the Leaderville Career Club members. Honesty, integrity, you know, heroism, bravery. I could go on. It's it's all you need, really. It's, yeah. Um, it just I'm personifies Leaderville Career Club, does, doesn't the, it? The lion heart. Exactly. So, yeah, well done to, to Hollywood kicking goals. Exactly. And a shout out to that old lady. I know she's a big fan. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll be listening. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Now it was a it was a big night last night, boys. I hear I, I couldn't attend, but um, why couldn't you attend, Justin? Uh, just some prior prior commitments. Yeah. I'm a busy man, obviously hosting podcasts. You know, I'm getting paid cashies Saturdays and Sundays, just chock a block to um, host. You know, MC weddings, and once I hear this, it's just <laughs> there's no there's no stopping it. Um, but I heard that the president. Uh, came out for for a night out last night, which I'm very sad I missed. Yeah, he's leading from the front, to be honest. He is, is the again, the club culture personified. So he was doing very well last night, had a very fun night. Who didn't get led into Paramount? Maybe that was you, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Someone didn't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what happened there. But. That makes, makes it a bit easier uh, that I missed it, I must say. Well, that's all we got for last night. That's all. Well, so we well, remember, I mean, just, or just a good night, solid yeah. night. Like it just keeps keeps ticking them over at the club. Good yeah. to see some uh, external, like uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, exactly. Bring good back, to some, back to glory days. Some talent down at the club. Uh, you know the recruiters have been working hard overtime, and I think a great way to get them involved is to uh, get them in off the field, and then yeah, I heard a lot of boys stuck around, but um, one that didn't stick around was Umesh. Apparently, <laughs> yes, Umesh. Bit of news out of round Umesh, one was uh, Umesh didn't really understand that um, what getting named as 12th is. So, with a new comp, you can name 12 players and everyone plays. And uh, Umesh rocked up to Rasika's side and found out that he was going to be starting off the field, and he did not take that well. He's got his fielding. You saw him in the scratch match. <laughs> He's a superstar. Hashtag thanks, Umesh. Um, and anyway, Umesh rocked up at Britannia where myself 
and a lot of guys were playing in round one and we're going, oh, what the hell, why is Umesh here? And Umesh made it out as if he'd been left out of the side when really he just didn't. Just wasn't fielding, just for, wasn't the fielding for the, the first, first five overs. overs. So Just waiting for someone to need a spell, but that, yes. that was enough for him to take off. Yeah. Uh, another one that wasn't down at the club last night was uh, Kai Hickey. Now, that's very interesting considering uh, he was being... He's a legend to Ross Cook's team. Yeah, desperately called to um, to come and play. Well, did you uh, hear anything about this? I, I um, well, uh, my desk. as far as I know, um, Ross Cook was struggling for players, and so he's called upon Kai. And which which grade is this? Uh, is H grade. H. Yeah, H. Something. Have Ross and Kai there. ever met each other? Um, I haven't witnessed them. Given that Kai screenshotted it and said, who is Ross Cook? I don't <laughs> think they, they're very well acquainted. But but I respect, that, Ross, I respect Ross going for the big fish straight away. And that could be one to watch because I reckon <laughs> Ross Cook's team could be in for a pretty good year. He can um, keep Kai around the team. Mm. Yeah, considering he can uh, turn up in first grade, I wouldn't want to see what uh, what happens in eighth grade. That is pretty inspiring by Ross Cook, but I thought that this was the most inspiring piece that I saw on the socials during the week. Um, Clues has posted a image of a quote. You don't inspire your teammates by showing them how amazing you are. You inspire them by showing them how amazing they are. A great quote. Absolutely. That, that yeah. took a lot out of that. Touch me. Yeah. I think Wasn't the, that on a Tuesday as well? Yeah. That was yeah. early in the week. My spine is tingling. <laughs> so, so obviously, you know, Clues needed a bit of a... Bit of a rev up, a bit of inspiration. And A-grade captain Mark Ennis, as positive as he is, has commented, I think you're amazing, Kluzner, whether it's finishing on the Wacker or at Emerald Park. And I guess, oh my God. you know, wow. really inspiring. That is leadership. But I think that uh, Matt Saxon had the exact same response as us commenting, what? <laughs> and just leaving it at that. Oh, geez, that, that is poetry in motion, really. Oh, except that does, that's for all the captains. Your work as a captain does not stop when you leave the cricket field. It includes uplifting comments on Facebook on a Wednesday night. Mm. So, Carl, the, all the other captains. Yeah. Our favourite, our favourite team, the Farkins, they're, they're always about that, no matter what. Very positive culture down there. Okay. And the last one we're going to mention in, uh, in, in off field news. <laughs> oh, I guess a few of them. A few of them, people at the club might know what we're talking about, but um, let's just say we probably want to be avoiding cubicle two in the uh, in the men's toilets for the foreseeable because we need to get we need to get an excavator in there to, get some, <laughs> to clear clear a cloggage. So just the, as a public service announcement, Cole for King, King, Kong, King Kong's finger <laughs> is currently at rest. <laughs> okay, moving on very uh, very quickly from that one. Uh, we've had two rounds now, boys. Two full games. Um, and we're going to go to Jaden to sum him up for us. So can you do the A grade for us? Obviously, you've played in both games, Jaden. Yeah, um, A grade. So he started off with a loss against Balladrua, nearly got over the line. Cassidy Thompson making a return to A grade, hit some massive sixes, some of the biggest I've seen. Nearly got us over the line. And then yesterday, uh, a draw. We showed the, uh, the lion fighting spirit, being 5 for 45, chasing 225. We got to eight for 225. It was a draw, needing one run to win. Scores tied. Cody inside edge onto his pad. Edgewater appeal. Given. Ash comes out first ball. Hit on the pad. Going down leg. Given. So game ends up a draw. That was obviously heartbreaking um, to be in a position like that and to lose. Um, I think the main story out of A grade in the first round has been Owen and Owen was your big call to have a breakout year and yes. uh, he is doing so far, mm. notching up 40 in the first game and his bowling's been exceptional. Um, another big story, Ivalich taking six far last game as well, spearheading the attack. So that's about it from A-grade. Miles we'll been playing in we'll C-grade. both of them in the fantasy segment as well. And uh, Wilbur, Owen wasn't too uh, too happy about that nomination. Yeah. He thought he'd uh, already had his breakout year. Mm. Owen was quite confused with the concept of breaking out. He said, I don't know how I can have a breakout year when I made team of the year last year. And I said, Owen, just knuckle down, mate, and do your thing. And that's he, what he's doing. We, we can't get complacent with just subpar... Yeah, team of the year, team of the year. Team of the year, yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> means no, nothing to me. Last year. <laughs> Obviously, he was very satisfied with his 17th place finish in the Leo last year. He's, he's got a, he's uh, his pinnacle, he's got a he point thinks. to prove this year, clearly. Yeah. Uh, Miles, can you do C grade for us? How yeah. have they been going? Um, so, the Warriors in C grade have had one win and one loss. The batting unit hasn't 
probably comprehensively fired as of yet. Um, but we had one good score in the second innings on Saturday. Chatterer, who has reinvented himself as a batsman after batting 11 in A-grade for probably 10 years, had uh, a really good knock of 81, I think it was. Jesus, my spot's under fire. Yeah, honestly, there's a bit of pressure coming from below there. So it's good to see. Um, How many do you make, Miles? I actually should have been out second ball. <laughs> I absolutely creamed one, and the umpire let me. probably felt bad for me, let me go, and I managed my top four score for the club with 40. Jeez. Uh, there was the equivalent of... Probably Pete Harry's and Ian Turner combined <laughs> bowling to me. Um, that so good, so good quality bowling. Well <laughs> yeah, done. and that didn't stop Evo and Dion Boulay's getting out to this guy. So, yeah, really, really and you really, didn't really quality bowling you showed him up. Um, so yeah, look, I don't want to call it my year with the bat, but look, I'm happy to call it for you. Yeah, <laughs> it is your year with the bat. It's showing great signs. But anyway, we will move on from me. Um, we've also unearthed a, a new recruit in C's. Harsha, um, looks the goods with the ball, took three far in our most recent game. Won't uh, be going back down to Raja's team. Wouldn't have thought so. And much to Kasun's disappointment, but <laughs> sorry, Kasun. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Kasun. And Jason Davey, looking very good, uh, with captaincy, suits him very well. Not obviously with results, hasn't made a run yet, but very confident, so it's good to see. And Jaden, you've been following the uh, D grade for us very closely. Yeah, so Rasika's taken over the captaincy this year, which has been a great move. Get some Sri Lankans up the grade because they tend to hide in uh, Raja's side. So they had a win round one and had a close loss yesterday. Um, Rumour has it is Rasika going forward doesn't want to pick too many Sri Lankans. I think you were a part of that conversation. We were at the club one night. I think that he... There there was a rumour going around. He's not happy with their attitude. Their attitude. See how that unfolds. So watch out. But uh, a player that I have noted who is performing well is Osaka Rubasing. Mm. Uh, he's taken, I think, seven in the first two games leading the attack. So really good to see some Sri Lankans step up and lead the way Great in young D grade. And I think they'll be a team to watch going forward. Um, and uh, moving on to F grade, uh, Wilbur. Everyone wants to know what's going on down there. All these blokes have popped up out well, of nowhere. Well, what's going on is we're winning. Uh, we're winning in F grade, and that's all that matters, really. Um, is round the one, team looking like getting uh, players taken out of it, or uh, um, is the club happy to give you these guns for no, the rest of the year? I feel like we're a pretty settled lineup at the moment. Um, I can't see many changes <laughs> occurring, to be fair. Um, mm. I mean, no, I, I mean, unless want, Carl wants to drop some people, I know Bullways has his squad under pressure at the moment. So, mm. There's um, an insight to it. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, I mean, their decisions for Carl to make, but um, that's interesting considering Bullays has, you know, got it done in the top grades and yeah, played above that level previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, th- this isn't me saying this. This is just coming you, from the top. Any truth you're on the selection committee being the vice captain? Um, nah, Carl doesn't really let me have much of a say in these matters. But one person or two people we must mention actually, we've unearthed a couple of guns. So McLean, Tom McLean, he's a forty-eight. Of a four, no, no, it was alright, it was a good innings. But then, second game, he has just absolutely taken the Wanneroo bowlers to town and scored 122. Jeez. At probably better than a runner ball. So, um, he's definitely one to watch, and so is John Paul Starkey. 17 overs, 12 maidens, 3 for 10. <laughs> Not bad, that's nuts. So, uh, yeah, we're going well down F grade, so we're good. Yeah, that's an understatement. Uh, Jaden, have you got the. Uh the next four grades for us. Can yeah, you I'll give me a, a wrap the, uh, on them, please? Next four grades. Um, Raja's side, one win, one loss. Mm. He's, he's driving school, doing well. He's recruiting a lot of new blokes to the club, which is good. <laughs> um, Chimera is one who I really rate. And he's going well in my fantasy side as well. So he took four for last game, which is good. Um, on to H grade, Cookie's side. Um, it's where all the 17s from last year are coming through. So... Hamish Lisk, one to watch out for, took seven for yesterday, which is an exceptional effort. And it looks like uh, Kai Turner's got a bit, of, a bit more power behind him this season, scoring 60 in the first game. Um, pretty young side, so blood, to be fair. It is. <laughs> pretty good talent. But, yeah, it's uh, really good to see Cookie leading the young guys coming through. Um, on to I-grade, they're two from two, so the experience is... Really getting them over the line. Cully batting through last week's game, 90 not out, 72 Jeez. overs. It's a mammoth effort. Um, mammoth effort. Well done, Dan. 
Um, Scott Bilby on absolute fire. I think five for first game, four for yesterday. Nine wickets if you're not in your fantasy side. Yeah, I think he definitely yeah, gets a, a mention, mention in the uh, fantasy really segment. Um, yeah, special mention for I grade. Uh, there were a few fielders short yesterday, so a few of us are rotating, filling in. Raj Ismailaj, the best captain, inspiring normally on the field. I tell you what, this attempt at a catch could not have been less inspiring. <laughs> he honestly, as a dolly, he didn't move. Honestly, I thought he thought he was doing the team a favour by filling in. There may as well not have been a bloke there. Really poor from you, Raj. <laughs> and uh, the last grade, J grade, one win, one loss. Got a win yesterday. Zorba notching up uh, fifty with new guy Nick Terrace, I believe it is, uh, notching up seventy eight. They had Teddy Ridden hiding in their grade yesterday, actually. Pretty going well to have in J grade. So going well in every grade then, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, everyone's got to well. win except A grade. Mm, yeah, usually. fair enough. And what does that boil down to? Fell agonisingly close. It's been close. very close, close losses. Um, very. Wouldn't, wouldn't take too much. Not even been, a loss. We've been competitive. Draw. Um, Do you reckon yeah. it needs a shake-up or are you happy with the lineup? I think there could be some massive inclusions potentially this week. Mm. In the opening partnership or? Uh, no comment. <laughs> from there. Okay, next up, we have a massive interview coming up. All right, today we've got a very special guest with us. He's made over 4,000 runs for Leaderville, taken over 75 wickets. Uh, he's played in four flags for the club um, across a few grades and our fresh life member, life member last year, I think it was, uh, James Code. Code, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you going, fellas? Good, mate. How are you? I've got Jaden, Miles and Wilbur with me. Hey mate, Brody. Welcome yeah. aboard. Thank you. Uh, now we got we got a few questions for you. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll start you off, Cody. So you're admired by a lot of guys at the club, including myself. Probably one of my favourite um, players to play with. And I guess you've got that club first attitude, which is another reason why you're so loved by a lot of the guys at the club. And I guess every year. You know, you think, oh, Cody, we're playing, you know, threes or fours, but every year you make it into first grade and you back it up with runs and, you know, a couple of 50s as you have the last couple of years. What's the secret to your success? Um, secret, I uh, always put the team situation first before my own aspirations of how I want to go about playing cricket. So always the team first, then the club, then myself, I suppose. So we're always... Always trying to do the best for the team and put us in a situation where we're dominant and I like to win. So um, I've always got that in my mind. doesn't always pay off, but um, a lot of times it does. So I think if people, you know, put their team first before their own aspirations, then, you know, they, they concentrate a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so a re- recipe for success for sure. Not nah, very yeah, wise that, words there. Cody, very wise yeah. words. Um so yeah, obviously we've shared a few memories over the years. You pretty much dragged our team through the the fifteen sixteen finals series, made a ton in the semi, and a uh, a big a partnership uh, in the the final as well. So that was awesome, Mace. Um, so my question, not to not to try and load your answer or anything, but uh, your favourite cricket memory on the field? Uh, it would have to be the uh, two thousand three two thousand four A grade flag. I only won one of them. Um, I wish I'd won a lot more like a lot of the other guys in the club. Mm. Uh, but it's a fond memory, um, chasing down all those runs. Yeah. Um, what was your role? It's a fond memory for me yeah. too because I actually yeah. opened the bowling. Yeah, oh, so you're a bowler. Yeah, you were a bowl, rolling ten. team back then. I only bowled once. I got three for ten opening bowling oh. um, that I remember. I'm pretty sure I only, at least I only bowled me once. <laughs> and, yeah, so... Uh, uh, that was a fond memory of mine and played it with some talented cricketers. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. No, very good. Um, and your favourite off-field memory as well? You sure you had a few? Uh, I'd have to put receiving my life membership um, yeah. in funny circumstances. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a fond memory for you. It's not something I set out to achieve when I first started playing for the club. Um, it wasn't something... I'm not a stats man, so... Um, yeah. Yeah. Just to receive that was an honour. Um, and if I had to top that, it's sort of any grand final that the victory celebration afterwards, they're always great memories, especially when we give a speech and every player gives a speech. It's good to yeah. listen to those people and yeah. how they saw 
fondest memories of the club. Yeah, no, up on the chair after the grand final is always uh, yeah, very fun. I love time. that. And I don't, I don't mind not, um, if I didn't win, I love standing there and listening to other people that did win. So, um, yeah, and I like celebrating people's successes in the club. And I agree. As well, anyone, not anyone in the club who hasn't been lucky enough to, to witness the chair, uh, make sure you're around on winning <laughs> grand final day. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. Laura and Justin have got a few, few more questions now. Yeah, so um, Cody, now we've uh, we've been given some uh, late mail has come across our desk here. Fair enough. Um, we've been told to mention the um, the Avon descent and uh, how oh. keen you are on it. What have you got for us there? Uh, I recommend it to anybody, anybody that wants to. Uh, you don't have to be professional. You don't. You, it's just a it's just a full on mental challenge. And if you really want to challenge your brain and your your, your body fitness and you and all that you uh, that's something you sh- everybody should have a go at i didn't set out to uh do an avon someone just mentioned it to me one day and we just went and bought boats and said let's have a crack at this <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah and we, i've done four of them all solos and i've completed all four so, so um it can go from very nasty to just mellow to just agony in shallow water so yeah it's a whole range of um, different physical experiences going yeah, through that challenges, one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you know your know. do you know your quickest um ten kilometer time on the flat or not? Uh ten k's. Yeah. You're testing me. Oh, probably about fifty two minutes. Jeez. On flat. That's, that's, that's on the flat. Yeah. It's it's paddling at about six knots. So. Yeah. Right. I don't know if yeah. any of us boys will be able to quite get well, to that. You only allowed to go five knots on the river, so it's faster than what you're allowed to go. But, but that's <laughs> I think we'd struggle to get to that. <laughs> well, I'm old and I can't run now, so sitting on my backside paddling is More your the next style. best option. Sorry? More your style these days. Yeah, that is now because the knees are gone from the rugby days. But <laughs> yeah. Now, now, we've heard you um, didn't mind a good time in Bali once upon a time, and you've lost your voice in <laughs> Bali once. How? Do you want to explain how you managed to lose your voice? Oh, you know, the old Bintangs, <laughs> late night, yelling and screaming in the nightclub. <laughs> no, I'm not, not sure you mean, I can't really relate to that. <laughs> late night in um, Motel Mexicola, was it? <laughs> like I said, too many Bintangs, a lot of singing in the nightclubs. <laughs> yeah. right. It's always hard getting your footwear on afterwards as well, normally. <laughs> <laughs> Putting my footwear on is hard all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> all drunk. <laughs> Socks are the worst. <laughs> it's a long way down. Uh, and one last question here. Uh, are you able to explain to us the origins of your Coke can nickname? My what? Your nickname, the Coke can. The Coach can? Coke can. Like Coca-Cola. Uh, nothing. Oh, nothing no, no, I'm not. No. Enough said. Yeah, enough said. We'll move on. We'll move on I from that one. Uh, James, that got, James got another one for you. I've got one last question, Cody. Um, as the walking track around Britannia is fairly new, um, I heard that you're a big advocate to get the walking track put in at Britannia a couple of years ago and you took it um, up to council just to put on, put in a walking track just so you could see the um, fine women who walk around Britannia. jeez. <laughs> oh, no, that is not true. Um, I didn't do that. But I, was, uh, I have uh, viewed that walking track and it was very poorly done. Oh. <laughs> You've got some better designs. Yeah. At the City of Vincent, I hope you're listening. The people that laid it. <laughs> Right. Um, one yeah. last one from me, Cody. Um, your your sons have both played at the club. One's a premiership yep. player. One was a uh, 12th man. Which one yep. do you, Mason or Blake, do you rate more highly at cricket? Which one's more talented? Oh, that's a tough question. Thanks for that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mason's great. Uh, and he's actually a really good spin bowler. So, um, yeah, I've been trying to get him down the club because... He's something we need. Um, as uh, we need that sort of caliber of skin yeah. bowler, because he's actually pretty good at that. Yeah, uh, I, hear, I hear head recruiter uh, Bissett has been in contact with him. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. 
He's been mentioning him for like three years. Right? <laughs> and Blake's just a, a ball. He's, uh, yeah, he's aggressive. He's quick. Yeah, he's built like a brick. You know what? Um, like yeah, he's, he's yeah. up the bat and bowl. Yeah, he's up the sport. <laughs> yeah, so he's, uh, yeah. But um, I love playing with both of them. So it was a great opportunity um, to play on the side and have two sons in. So, yeah, it's something I'll always remember, especially playing the grand final with one of them having a. I think we had a, a we had a reasonable partnership. Yeah, that partnership. Here. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't quite remember, but we got to sit back and watch the end of the final and win it. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Chasing down 235. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'll, Our stats man's getting on it now I'll for give you. Me, give yeah. me two seconds. I know thousands in the other area. He would know. I. It was a. Yeah, 66 run. Yeah, yeah, we chased down 213. Oh, sorry. That yeah, day. Yeah, so, still a big target. Yeah, um, yeah, remembered for Gordy Gilbert uh, uh, getting out as part of a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, that's right, the ring in. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Random selections yeah. I've ever seen, but look, he's got a bit around his neck. That's a bonus. That always gets to play with Gordy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's all the questions we got for you, Cody. So uh, thanks yeah. for your time. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, we'll thanks see you at the club during the week. Yeah, no worries. Thanks very much and enjoyed that. So, yeah, enjoy the rest of your show, boys. Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. And thank you, uh, Cody, for that. Uh, now, our next segment it has been uh, rebranded. Mm. Uh, a fan favourite. Uh, we love doing it as well, obviously. Uh, one of our dear favourites. Uh, the roast segment has now been re-sponsored by Barbaco. So Barbaco roast segment. Is if you want to roast, you got to do it with Barbaco. Very appropriate. Now, boys, who have we got for this month? Who's under the pump? <sighs> Look, I don't think he's been roasted before, but... Um, Definitely hasn't. He's oh. due, I'd say. <laughs> After what we've seen, um, I think it's time to announce Dion Bulways. Is oh. the, yeah, Dion Bulways is a proud recipient of this month's Barbaco roast. If you want to roast, do it with Barbaco. So, a <laughs> bit of a story time here. So, obviously, being head recruiter, I spent a lot of time analysing the juniors. Yes. And as you I would. found myself down at Britannia one Tuesday night, um, checking in on the coaches, Miles doing a good job, Homsing doing a good job, Owen doing a good job. Shout out to the under 11s as well, they'll be listening. They're big fans of. Podcasts. Yeah, massive shout out and to my boy. And of Wilbur as well. Massive shout out to my boy in the under 11s. Um, but anyway, so they're ticking the boxes there. I'm happy with that. But there's been some concerns raised um, down at uh, Dion Bullways' team. Uh, yeah. first, it firstly came to my attention when I saw an email that got sent by a um, City of Vincent resident. <laughs> I was like, hmm, this is a bit weird. So the residents emailed in saying that he was walking his dog around <laughs> Around Britannia. He was walking his dog around Britannia and he's seen kids sobbing. <laughs> sobbing. Falling. Falling their eyes out. Jeez. And crooked. He's thought, what's what happening here? Why? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. So that's when I had to go down. I had to look. Our chief and I, recruiter went and anyway, checked so it I out. went down on the Tuesday night and out on the oval, I see these kids. I'm just watching from a distance. They're, they're, they're just doing suicide runs. Over and over Cricket again. Training. Just up and back. Training. Jeez. <laughs> Suicide runs. What? For 10 minutes. Um, so anyway, um, I'm like, okay, I mean, the coach is allowed to have their own methods. That's fine. But then when I witnessed it, I saw all 11 kids walk off the field in tears. <laughs> in, tears. in tears. Crying. Crying, running to their mothers, getting consoled. So many concerned <laughs> Jeez. So mate, many concerned mothers. And mate, it didn't end there either. It didn't end there. Um, I think, Miles, you yeah. are the man who deals with the um, transfers and you got an influx yeah, of look, transfers from juniors. The secretary email was flooded with concerned parents saying, look, I'm not sure I want my son to be at the club anymore because I'm worried about <laughs> some, of these, some of these methods. Obviously, Dion's from these sort of... The old school of just sort of go hard, very go, authoritative. Go, go hard or go home, it's which a, you wouldn't a, expect from such a quiet it's a, man. It's a, no, oh, that's the thing. He's not quiet though, because one boy, um, 
<laughs> who's crying? Oh. Oh, naturally, as you would be. Oh. One boy, all of them were crying. Really... One boy in particular. Yeah. That was One particular crying. boy yep. was crying. Mustered up the courage. <laughs> oh no, what did so he do? He's spoken out. Oh, and that's the thing, it shouldn't even have to be courage, but he mustered up the courage to say, Goodbye, Dion. Oh no, <laughs> well, you never tears, say that. He said, Goodbye, Dion, thanks for training. And Dion, <laughs> in response, has gone, <laughs> Less talking, more cricket. <laughs> <laughs> and, Oh, and no. at this stage, there was only four of us standing around. There was only five parents, and we've all just looked at each other <laughs> in disbelief. That would be real. This poor ten-year-old is crying, and he screamed at him for saying goodbye to him. When he was trying Let's to leave, talk more cricket. Let's, Let's talk, talk more cricket. More so, crickets. I mean, I, I, I don't know what sort of results he's yielding down there, but I mean, the methods are, again, as I'm saying, it's up to him. But Dion. You're our barbecue roast for this week. Um, okay, we're going to move on from that one uh, short and sharp. Uh, we're going into our fantasy segment. Now, the stats are in for our first two games. And um, we actually have a leader. So these these stats, are after the first game, we wrapped it up and we said, no more trades, pick your teams, let's go, start round two. So, uh, starting round two, we've only got the results from the first week still on the ladder. And, um, actually sitting at number one, the man himself, the, the super coach. Dictator Dion. <laughs> Dion Borlays. <laughs> now, uh, he must, he must have a keen eye for, uh, recruiting as well, as well as you. So I'm, I'm not surprised that he's sitting up there, but we, we do um, know he demands a lot out of his team. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to get a duck um, if he's got you in his fantasy <laughs> team because you might be getting your own barbecue roast from him <laughs> later in the week. But it is good to see that all four of us are in the top thirteen. Oh no, I'm in Dion's team. Oh no, Miles, <laughs> the, t- the two most aggressive at the club. Worried. Now we're, we're all in the top thirteen. Jaden and I are sitting at 11 and 13, which is uh, excellent considering we both have a donut every week playing for us. Um, no, I, went, I need to play my first game this season, don't yeah. I? J- Jaden and I have yet to get Leo for our fantasy teams. <laughs> Wilbur and Miles picking themselves is obviously why they're so far ahead of us on the podcast. But some other notable mentions, we got uh, Ryan Lennigan was sitting second. He knows, he's well. he knows his lower grade stuff. I think. Cassie Thompson was third. And uh, Michael Thomas came in rounding out the top five. Miles was fourth. And he's very demanding, Michael Thomas, as well as his players. He, oh. uh, he gave me a good rev up yesterday. Very yeah, so he's very passionate. Now, uh, in the top 15, we've got, for the individuals, uh, we do actually have the both round one and two full scores in. Uh, number one is your man, Owen McAwee, Wilbur. Breakout. Uh, you've put a rocket up him, and uh, he's responded very well. I actually messaged him um, before each day of cricket saying, Sentry tomorrow, please. <laughs> and he hasn't got there yet, but it's obviously having some sort of impact. And uh, number two, we've got McLean, who skyrocketed in ownership after round one. We had a little look, and he was selected in two sides. And now he's in about 30% of teams. And I must add, that leaderboard actually needs to be updated because... McLean actually took three catches yesterday. And oh, Barry's there you only go. And one on the scorecard. Mm. Barry. So, oh, that isn't. That is just a problem, so, I mean, isn't it? <laughs> once it's updated, I think you'll find Owen is actually second on the Leos. Really? That mm. is uh, not going to go down well with him. <clears throat> Could be a show. I must say, yeah, <laughs> he might get physical. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Anyway, moving on, we've got uh, Miles and Wilbur both in the top 10 as well, sitting at 8 and 9, which is uh, excellent. Miles, obviously, those runs uh, helped you get up there. It's always handy, yeah. Yes, obviously, as an owner, very happy with that. Wilbur owning yourself, 147 from two games. Yeah, very privileged to own myself this season. Have you beaten last year's score already? <laughs> uh, I'd have to be close, yeah. I'd have to be close, and um, yeah. As mentioned, Jaden and myself would be down at the bottom now, of that, Jaden would be sitting on 13 points, so sitting around the 80 or 90 mark, I reckon, and uh, I'd be down in the hundreds with zero. Uh, the interesting one on there is Ivalich is sitting 11th, and he's only played one game. Six up. 138 points, which is absolutely massive. He was picked in a fair few teams. Four F-graders in the top 15. 
Jeez, that just says it all, doesn't it? Just to uh, just update the fans, uh, Leach is actually 95th in the Leos at the current moment. There we go. Wait. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 95th. Jeez, he wouldn't, be far, he wouldn't be far off me. <laughs> that's more than play to play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now... <laughs> J- Jaden's like the seventh guy not getting a game for the club. <laughs> He's lucky we're playing 12th men. J- Jaden's J grades 18th man. <laughs> so uh, moving on, we're going to do the rest of our predictions uh, for the season. So obviously uh, coming into the preseason podcast, uh, we hadn't seen the association before. We hadn't seen how the teams were going to line up, but now we've seen two rounds. So... Um, we're going to have a crack at predicting how many flags, which teams are going to win flags uh, for this year. Uh, I think that we are going to win three flags. I think A grade are going to win a flag. I think F grade are going to win a flag. And I think J grade, Cully side, are going to win a flag. They're my three. I grade. Oh, I grade? Yeah. I grade, sorry. I think, yeah, Cully side, I grade, they'd be my three. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, I think we've got at least two flags in F grade are definitely the team to beat. Uh, obviously, putting 350 on the board with that many guns in form. They are offering a dollar fifty odds on us, though, at the moment, if you want to get on that. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, that's pretty much free money, I would have thought. And I grade as well. There's some very talented players down there. Um, pretty much every player that's in that team has played A grade at some point in their careers, and they're, I wouldn't say even on the decline, they're just probably less less agile on the field than they used to be. So, yeah, a lot of talent going around. Chili, Bilby, Cuddles, Dan, etc. Very, very good. Um, yeah, I reckon we'll have four flags. I think I reckon C grade, our twos team will win a flag. Um, I reckon the ones team will get strength and that will filter down, which will mean twos will win the flag. Um, I think F grade will win the flag. I think... I grade to win the flag, and I think H grade to win the flag. Ross, big calls. I think Ross will be a premiership captain. Massive. Um, and I'm just going to Hickey starring with the <laughs> Oh, if he's playing, then yeah. lock lock it in. Um, yeah. I'm just and I'm, now a bloke who hasn't watched a game or played a game all season is about to make some predictions. Yes. Um, so I have I've been seeing the teams roll through though. Um, I really like F grade and I grade. Um, I think they're both. Uh, the best in their in their tier in their bracket. Um, so I'm going to lock in two. I think we went a bit hard last year, saying three, four, five. Um, coming to the end of the year, it looked like it was going to be one. One was basically locked in. Uh, two or three would have been three would have been a stretch. Uh, so I'm going to lock in those two teams. All right. So um, we will go back to our big calls that we made last month. And have a look at how they're tracking after one month. See if any of us have gotten close to the mark yet. Uh, Jaden? Yes, so leadable to be a registered nightclub by the end of the season. We're taking the right steps. We formed a committee to um, basically go and headhunt um, the processes to become a nightclub. And we're meeting with uh, City of Vincent President yeah. John Carey soon. I think that's who the president. Oh, well, he hasn't been the mayor is or whatever. Six years, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we're meeting with uh, yeah, Emma someone. Cole. Emma, Emma, Cole, Emma Cole. Great, great friend of the club. Shout out to Emma. Big listener. So we're listening? meeting with uh, Emma in the coming weeks to you know get the licenses and everything else uh, put in to become a nightclub. So the I underground think, tunnels have been built. I hear. Have they? I heard well, Wilbur was chipping was away at one of the walls. Yet? Don't make it public, mate. <laughs> cut that. I heard Wilbur was tearing the roof off the place last night as well. Was that Yeah, and me and Miles in the corner or? chipping away with a little pickaxe. Brick by brick. Um, yeah, we're making our way. <laughs> heard it's going to be blown off on uh, Saturday night for beer pong yeah, as well. Yeah, if you thought last week was big, watch out for next Saturday. Yeah, so uh, they might need to get that patched up before the uh, registration comes through. But uh, Miles? Yeah, well, my big call was that Ashby would break his way into the ones team. How's that tracking? He's been playing pretty well. He, he's been bowling pretty good. He's so you're playing C grade at the moment? Playing C grade. Yep. So he's only one team off. Yep. Forgot how to bat, unfortunately, but uh, he's a bowler. So he'll um, definitely pushing his pushing his case. Obviously, Cody was advocating for Mason Code to come back and and be the A grade bowler. But yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm hopeful of my prediction still. 
Yeah. Long, long season to come. Yeah, well, I I really did think Justin would come and score his first run for the club, but um, he hasn't actually been sighted at the club for over a year now. No, it's not. So I, I think we might need to start doing a video podcast, like film it so that people can actually listen and know who Justin <laughs> is. Remember who you are. Because, yeah. I, because I don't think anyone knows who Justin is anymore. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm still hopeful. That it'll happen, but what, just um, one run. Like literally, got to get one. Just run. literally one. That's all I ask. I, I reckon that's the biggest call out of the lot. Still, I can't. I can't imagine a world where that would happen. Really, who's going to bat him? Who's yeah, going to give, we'll, who's going to give him a bat? The issues that we pick twelve players now, so yeah. Justin gets picked. That's <laughs> it. He's twelve man. Lock it yeah. in. Thirteen, even if we're. Well, I mean, John Paul Starkey did open the batting yesterday. And I think him and Justin are pretty much on par in terms yeah, of but ability. It, but and they make 17. I was going to say, even if I did open, there's no guarantee that uh, I would get off the mark. Okay, well, I guess you have to see when we... <laughs> and uh, my big one was uh, for Carl to select Pachter and give him uh, the same treatment that he gave us by batting, say, someone like a uh, Jack Hutchinson ahead of him. Now, um, did Pacta play on the weekend with uh, you boys? We'll no, he played round one. Round one, he did. played round one, and then uh, did know, he... unfortunately he didn't make a run. And Carl's ruthlessly—I mean, I mean, it's a ruthless industry. Let's not don't, don't get me wrong. He but swung the axe. Carl swung the axe and said, "You're out, Pacta." Um, after one game, so where Dropped was he? Where was he batting? Game. Where was he batting? Oh, he probably bad six or seven, maybe. Oh, okay, um, so that's yeah, a bit. Carl said, "Matt, one chance, and you're out." So. So we're not far off, but I would have liked to see him bat 12 for that call to come off. I obviously wouldn't have liked to see him bat 12 yeah, for well, my personal... According to Carl, Buckets has the number 12 role sewed up at the moment. So oh, man. so I might be able to get a bat if I have, have a crack. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and uh, moving on, we've got some nominations to make uh, for this month. It's been a big month. Um, first off, we've got our fun police. The Ross Cook fun police. Ross Cook Ross, Memorial. Yes, sorry. Ross Cook Memorial fun police. Of course. Now, Miles, do you want to take the first one yeah, for memorial. us? I do have one. It's not a um, memorial anymore. Now he's back. Yeah, it wasn't really a very back. long memorial. He's back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ross, we immortalised him for one year. Ross was such a big fan of the show. He actually came back to play again for the club. So I think he's just playing to get on the podcast. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, pending. Anyway, who's your nomination this month? My Miles? fun police of my fun police for this month. Actually goes to a guy who has recently moved into my house, um, had a spare room, so offered it up, and, and Jude's actually moved into my place, so good to have him. Uh, but he's the fun police for two reasons. Number one, always talks a big game, but is yet to get around a young boy's night out at the club. We've had a few. Um, actually went to a games last night last night, so probably needs to be fixed up there. <laughs> Apparently, he's been cited as much as I have this season. Oh, almost. Um, and the other reason he's the fun police is because he brought a fucking fish tank into my house when he moved in. And it's, yeah. It's it quite there. funny seeing your reaction the next morning. How big he, is the fish tank? It's a, just it's a, a description. big fish tank. It's probably... You're about it's, a cubic metre? Oh, mate, it's, it's big. It's probably roughly my height. And <laughs> probably as wide as my arm span. So... He's um, a big boy. Yeah. What sort of fish is he having there? Mate, I couldn't tell you. They're ones that they're, throw the pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> mate, they're, they're actually monsters. They <laughs> they throw the pebbles around. They, like, tip over the decorations. One of them loves, like, munching on the glass. <laughs> it's actually really... Yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty fun, actually. Oh, right. Fun for them, maybe. In the zoo. All right, anyway. Jaden, uh, who's your fun police? Uh, mine goes out to a guy who helped out the club last game and played... Or Seagrave when we were one short. And, Mike, friend of, and friend of the show. Friend of the show. Very big friend of the show. Mike O'Day. He has not been commenting much on Facebook. No. You know, normally he's a headliner of the podcast. But yeah, we've, we've always really, got content on Mike O'Day. Yeah, someone needs to check on him. He's really yeah. quietened down. Like There's Things not much coming right. out of him. I don't know what's going on in the O'Day household <laughs> if... Um, the electric um, dog collars on him or something. <laughs> but far out. He's definitely not coming. He's definitely straying away. I feel like it's a matter of time until Mike and Lisa probably have a shared Facebook account anyway. <laughs> yeah, we normally O'Day. just say O'Day. It doesn't matter about the first name. We just yeah. want we just want comments back. We do. We got the O'Days. And uh, Wilbur, who, who have you got this month? Um, well, I've already gone big on Dion, but now I'm going to go his brother, Dan Bullace. 
Uh, Dan's my fun police because down in F grade, we want to spice things up a little bit, make it a little bit more fun. So we've invested in a blow-up pool to, you know, on those hot days when we're batting. Yeah, be good to relax in a pool. Another, and Dan... Another la- element to the... And Dan uh, is not a big fan of it at all. Um, really? Dan's saying, no pool, we can't do the pool. Why? Because, I mean, he clearly just hates fun. Really? So... <laughs> I wouldn't have picked him for that. He's... So this nomination could take out the order, I reckon. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that could be leading for us. Uh, this could be the short class favourite. So, yeah. Dan, you, if you're lucky enough, you'll have a Ross Cook Memorial medal around your neck by the end of the season, mate. <laughs> if you keep this up. <laughs> Should we get Ross to present it to him? So. <laughs> and, uh, mine is, uh, so we had our, we had our key group roast last year, um, which yeah. obviously took off our biggest segment, our, our favourite segment. And um, now not not even sponsoring the show anymore. You know we could give him like the the key fantasy section or something even, but nah, he's disappeared on us. <laughs> key group isn't a person. <laughs> <laughs> right, nah, I'm redoing that. No, we're not, we're not cutting that. That's it. All right, All right. And All right, we got our uh, legends of the month now, Miles. Let's go. Um, yeah, we was actually gone hard on on the bullays today. Um, I I want to bring them back into the frame a bit and I actually want to nominate Dan for my legend. Dan's actually taken over a lot of the uh, the club graphic design from Jezza and he's been doing us a lot of favours, <laughs> making some good, you know, newsletters and, and advertisements for food and all sorts of stuff. Um, they do us. look good. Yeah. I must um, give it to him as much as he hates fun. He's good at graphic design. Yeah. Is, uh, Shout out to him for our podcast. Um, yeah. Group. Exactly. Also very podcast true. Podcast photos. So, yeah. Dan, yeah, you've just roasted him. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> yeah. So, please, <laughs> please, please don't go. Don't listen to Wilbur. Keep doing the good work. And Jaden, who have you got? Um, my legend of the month is these guys have been behind the canteen on Thursday nights a lot, but it goes Excellent out volunteers. to, uh, Lauren Fisher and Teresa Fisher. I just wanted to give them a massive shout out for the great work they've been doing behind the scenes and, um, especially Lauren, um, she's really been getting around. She's been really getting hours. They're getting around, um, you know, the canteen. So it's really good Big to see. Big fans of the show, I'm sure. Mm. Shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Wilbur, who have you got uh, this month? Uh, I've gone with Robert Henry as my legend of the month. <laughs> uh, Robert Henry is um, the oldest in the team by a margin of, oh, I think it's 43 years. <laughs> he is 43 years the superior of the next oldest player in the team. That's got to so be a record. It could, could be, yeah. But he's really, um, he's loving it. Um, he's giving Carl lots of advice. He's, he's, he's really acting as a captain out there. Um, we're supporting Carl as captain, which is good. And he's made a 50, which is what I think is legendary because Carl, for some reason, has pigeonholed him as a guy who can't bat. He was 12th man round one, didn't bat. He declared when we were nine down in round two and said, sorry, Buckets, you're not batting. So then he opened in the second innings and made a 50. So Buckets is my legend of the month. Fair enough. And uh, finishing it off, uh, I've got Hollywood. Uh, we all obviously heard the fireman story at the start. Um Hollywood jaws of life. Yeah, there's just no, nothing that beats that. It's just, I think that for that event, he should get a life membership. Just personifies leaderboard, doesn't it? He's been in the frame for a long time as well. Well, I think that's surely, you know. If you're not giving life membership for that, I don't know I what mean, you give it for. I mean, we can't show it here. Marsh posts on Facebook. actually a photo of Hollywood emerging out of <laughs> out of, out of uh, biggest flames burning wreck. <laughs> burning wreck behind him. He's emerging. He's got this lady tucked under his arm, <laughs> walking out with a flame car exploding in the back. It's one of the best photos I've seen. So that, we'll, we'll have to get that on Facebook yeah. for everyone. Yeah, we'll get it on our socials. Okay, excellent episode this month, boys. Hope everyone appreciates it. And uh, we'll see you next month.